live from Cape Town. This is the voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back to the 10 a.m. Express program. I'm Rida Peterson and I hope that you are enjoying the show thus far. Now, as we continue, we celebrate the life and the time of our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam and we remember his teachings and how he became a shining example of living a simple but fulfilled life. We are continuing with our ladies' Mawlud program and joining us online is Razia Parker, and um, she's a spokesperson of Adai. I think I'm, I'm not too sure if I'm going to pronounce this correctly. She must just correctify me. It is Adai Ratus, Adai Ratus Salihia, Dikir Jama, and Rihanna Parker, Khan Parker. Dikir uh, attendees to speak to us more about the Ladies Bullet program. So as we wait uh, for them to come online, Rihanna Parker as well as Razia Parker, they will be speaking to us about the, the, the dhikr that these ladies attend on a weekly basis as well as the Maulud program and I know across Cape Town there are so many groups uh, out there and so we've had the opportunity to speak to many of them thus far but today we are speaking to Razia. Assalamu alaikum Razia. Wa alaikum salam dad, how are you? I'm doing very well, alhamdulillah, how are you? Alhamdulillah, I can't complain. Alhamdulillah. Now, Razia, I think I might have mentioned the name incorrectly. Please tell us which Mawli Jama, um, what the correct name is, in other words, of your Mawli Jama. Sure, will do. A'udhu billahi minash shaitan rajim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala Sayyidina Muhammad. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala Sayyidina Muhammad. My name is Rizia Parker and I belong to the Adda'ira to Salihiyya Dikr Um and we are about Alawi group. Okay, so Razia, how long have you been attending or being a part of this group? Sure, so I've been attending uh, the Adda'ira to Salihiyya Dikr for the last, we'll be going on to eight years next year, inshallah. But that Dairat to Salihiyya Dikr is currently in its 17th year of existence. So they have been around for quite some time. And it's one of the biggest ladies, Dikr Jama'as in Cape Town, with over 400 ladies in attendance on a weekly basis. Of course, with COVID-19, um, our Dikr's have become virtual. So there has been a small change to the way that we do our proceedings. Alhamdulillah, you know, it's, it's been such a big change for everybody. But it's, it's lovely to hear that, you know, it's still ongoing. Alhamdulillah, and there's still ways and means how, you know, ladies can still get together and be a part of the Dikir Jama. Now, tell us more about the history and the Mawlud itself. Um, so we know with Mawlud, there's a lot of history, especially in Cape Town. I think we're so rich with, uh, with history and uh, I think if you could maybe just touch on the tip of the iceberg for us inshallah with, with regards to the history of the Mawlud sure we'll do so I'll just maybe um, give some background on the Jama'ah 
and then I'll just give some color as to our Mo'olid celebrations, what it consists mm-hmm. of, and you know the planning and stuff that we do in advance. So the Dairatu Salihia Zikr Jama'a is a Balawi group, and it's led by the Honorable Hajjana Imamani under the, the, the guidance of the esteemed Sheikh Ahmed and the late Siraj Hendricks of Azavia. As I mentioned, the Jama'a is currently in its 17th year of existence, um, and on a weekly basis, uh, we recite the Ratibu Haddad, the Salawat and Qasidas, and as mentioned earlier, um, our zikrs have now become um, virtual via Mixler. Every year we host Molu celebrations, which consist of Kiral, recitation of the Ratibu Haddad, Salawat on our beloved Prophet Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Qasidas, a lecture, um, and then, of course, importantly, the recitation of the Bazanji Riwayas and Ashrakal, amongst others. Over the last few years, um, we have hosted about 800 ladies, and we generally uh, extend a special invitation to orphans and those ladies from the old age homes. You know, it is definitely a celebration of the remembrance of the life and lessons of Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and indeed, it's always a very, very, very special day. Um, our, our, our proceedings start way in advance of Molud, um, the date of, of our Molud. Um, we first of all ensure that we send our invitations to um, the old age home, the ladies and the orphans first, before we extend the invitation out to the broader Jamaa. We, of course, as mentioned, we do start way in advance, so there's planning, preparation, and everything that we do. When we gift people um, with our gift bags, there's generally sweets and food, and there's kitabs, and everything we do, we do with remembrance of Allah and with salawat with on our tongues. So when we pack those sweets, when we pack, when we pack the boxes, fold the boxes, we are re- reciting salawat at every point in time. So when you open up your gift bag, there is salawat on every single item. Um, just just going back to the preparations, you know, I mean, Maulud is such a big thing for the Adairati Salihiyah, the Kujamam. And we believe that, you know, it becomes a culmination every year of our spirituality. And we need to work on it before the Maulud celebrations, that we work on purification of our heart, that we work on ikhlas, our sincerity, so that when we attend our Maulud, that we can connect with Allah and Anabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We also generally um, go and visit the Oliya and we put on the Sanat um, and ask the Oliya through the Barakah of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to, you know, ensure that our Mawlid um, is a successful one and that we get the Barakah. Alhamdulillah. I think you know you you are sharing some uh, experiences that really takes one one back to your childhood, and I want to speak to you about that experience of actually sitting in a group, you know, where there are ladies, uh, all cleansing their heart at the same time, all uh, remembering Allah Subhanahu wa Taala and the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Tell us about that feeling for those who have never had that experience before, Razia. Sure, of course. So it's definitely a very special one. I mean, sometimes, I mean, this year it's been quite different with having to connect um, by a mixer. I mean, we, we, we had our Molu celebrations, which was very small out of venue, but we were very fortunate that it was streaming on YouTube, Instagram, and on Mixler. So a lot of people, wherever they were sitting, they could connect 
And, you know, as the MC of the program, I asked people to please close their eyes and mm-hmm. just connect with us. And we had so much amazing responses from people who weren't physically there at the Molu celebration. So for us, that was extremely special. We had so many messages after it from people in Mauritius to New Zealand saying that they connected with us virtually and they felt that presence and that power of the Molu celebration. So, I mean, being there myself, I could feel it um, and it, it, it pulsates through your veins. It's so powerful, but the power and the beauty of technology is that other people could feel it too, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Shukran so much, Razia, for sharing that experience with us. We also have on the line with us Rihanna Khan Parker, and uh, she's also a Dikir attendee, and we speak to her now. Assalamu alaikum, Rihanna. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, and thank you for having me. It's an absolute pleasure speaking to you. Um, Rihanna, tell us about you. I'll, I'll start with you and your experience. I don't know how long you've been with the Dikir Jama. Maybe you can just tell us a little bit, inshallah, just before we get into some of the questions about the Mawla Jama. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to all listeners and especially the Dikir ladies that are listening in and, of course, my esteemed Hajani Naima Mani. Um, sallallahu alayhi Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, sallallahu alayhi Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, sallallahu alayhi Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. I am indeed blessed and honored to be saying a few words on behalf of my Mu'allima, my spiritual guide. And you've just spoken to my daughter, Razia Parker. Okay. So we joined the Vickers together. It was Lila. not a, a mother doing it alone. Yes. And then her daughter's following. So we, myself and both my daughters, attend the Vickers program. We might not, we, myself and Nazrana, might not always attend the weekly program, but we always connect and listen in via mixer. But when it comes to the Mawlud, that is a celebration of our beloved Prophet Muhammad that we will not miss. So for us, it's not, for me, it's not something just for me. It's for me and my extended family that I have the benefits of sitting in a group and circle of women who have nothing but a pure heart. Mm-hmm. And we are taught, we are taught with that, that the outer does not begin, you start with the inner. You need to cleanse your heart from inside to be able to have the manifestation of the outside. Alhamdulillah, what a beautiful description of what the dhikr or the group is all about now. Um, one of the names that has now popped up with yourself, Rehana, as well as your daughter, Razia, is uh, the name of Haji Naima Mani. And I just want to take a minute or so to to share with you my experience as well. When I came to know about Haji Naima Mani, it was something that I also, someone had shared via, via social media about the group. And um, I, for the first time, had the experience of actually getting to know Hajina Ima a little bit better through this interview that was done with her and subhanallah I had shared it with so many people and I haven't ever met her in person I've only just come to learn about uh, you know the, the way the dhikr is conducted and everything that you are saying now that you are describing is what I had uh, experienced uh, while watching this interview with Hajina Ima so I cannot um, imagine the electrifying feeling that it must be when you're sitting in the company of uh, scholars and, and people who remember Allah and and also a purify help you purify your heart at that moment. 
Absolutely. Her first teachings is that of adab and akhlaq, two of the most important aspects of being able to ensure that you grow spiritually is one's adab and akhlaq. The ability to speak with humility and the ability to be respectful and to be respectful, uh, respectful of your elders, your leaders in your community, your, of your Allah comes without saying that is the, for, the first and foremost, and then of course our respected awliya. So that is our teaching. That is what Haji Naima instills and imbibes us with. Nothing is done without a purity of heart. I might just add, uh, I noticed that Rojas talked about the COVID-19 because on Mixer and as well the Molud. It in fact elevated our ability to connect with people. Mm -hmm. So whilst COVID-19 might have had a negative impact on many, many groupings and organizations, I can safely say that for the Dairutus Salihiyah, it in fact elevated us. It made us realize that how much we missed that physical presence, Mm -hmm. but that a physical presence can be overcome if one understands the spiritual realm. And the, and, the, and the reach was over 16,000. That's the kind of numbers that was reached on, on Mixer. And mm-hmm. on Molus, yes, it was amazing to see what the women had done. So, you know, usually we would meet and have the annual Molus program in a masjid. This year, women regrouped themselves individually at different homes. Still got the feeling and the spirit of the Molus. And when we brought in the Ashrakal, Everybody recited together with Hajima, Ima, Razia, and those that were in the studio. And that, I think, is the blessings that we get about unity in a group. Alhamdulillah, I think uh, you are absolutely right in saying you know how much lessons COVID-19 has uh, brought to our attention and really made us see things we've taken for advantage of before and uh, really pointed out what is important to us in our lives. So, you know, um, you, you've taken us through that experience now of connecting with so many women across the world, if I can put it that way, through, uh, through your dhikr, um, but also, uh, you know, the history of Molud, it, it is something in Cape Town the culture here in Cape Town, I think everybody, when you speak about Molu, there's a hype, there's an excitement, there's a want and a need to attend. And so this year being that, uh, you know, a little bit different, it uh, must have been challenging for some as well. But I'm sure the outcome after, you know, joining online, they were, they were, they were, of course, feeling that little bit of contentment because they cannot attend. But I love what Rezia has said in the beginning, you know, the first invitation that's sent is out to old age homes and to people elderly to come and attend. Um, you know, this is really a sign, uh, a sign of humility and, and humbleness. And speak to us a little bit about why that is, um, you know, why is that the first invitation sent out? Is that question directly? Yes, sorry, Rihanna, I'm speaking to you, yes. yes I, I think aside from ourselves, we have a greater role to play in our communities. And if we cannot feed the hunger and, 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 and fulfill that need and reach out to the poor, then what we are then doing makes no sense. Mm-hmm. So until Hajina Ima's um, outreach of reaching out to orphans, even those that are in prison and the poor, is foremost at what we do. Mm-hmm. Every week when we used to sit in the, in the liquor program, the bags would go around and people would drop their cents, their vans, their thousands or their pennies into it, all wanting to reach 
and ripped of that baraka. So this molded more than, uh, uh, I know it was more than a thousand, but a thousand tonnets of food was, was, was served. That's nothing know. unusual. It's something that is done on every molded program. Aside from molded, throughout the year, Haji Naima is involved in outreach programs for the poor. This is our role. Our role is not only to be there for ourselves and to sort of elevate our faith of spirituality uh, and our spirituality. One cannot do it in isolation without thinking of the person next door. And therefore, again, under Haji Naima's leadership of those qualities, that's the reason why I belong to her. Because Adha is definitely here stands out for me because it's beyond just my spirituality. Alhamdulillah. And uh, I think just in conclusion, I want to touch base again with Razia. I want to ask you, Razia, you know, as a younger person, what message have you got for our younger people out there who's perhaps not part of any group, such as the group you are in, not part of any dhikr group, but, um, uh, you know, you shared your experience and I'm sure you want that for every person out there. What advice can you give to them and why should they join or, uh, you know, just be a part of a spiritual group? Thank you so much. Yes, I mean, I, I remember seven years ago when I joined the group, I was probably one of the youngest people <laughs> that was attending the, the Jama on a weekly basis that came not from, um, like, you know, families that have been going to the Vicar for years and years. Um, and I must be honest, my, my spiritual journey, I, I've, I knew I needed something. My heart yearned for something. Mm-hmm. And what I did was I actually tried different Vicar Jamais until I found where my my heart felt it was at home, mm-hmm. where my heart felt that it was at peace. Mm-hmm. And I often tell people who are on this path, you know, try different things. See what Vicar Jama works. For me, the Adairah to Salihia Vicar Jama espoused all the values. You know, the Vicar, the Ratibul Haddad, it just resonated with my heart. And then you'll know that your your heart has found a, a home in terms of Vicar. Um, and yes, I mean, it's hard being a young person, but, you know, we need to be trying as much as we can to find something that works for us and to also be consistent. Um, and I think that's always the, the hard thing yes. for any person of any age, you know, to be consistent in our vicar, to be consistent with um, anything that we do, especially in terms of our spirituality. So I think for me, it's just, you know, seeing what's best. And I would love for people to tune in to our Mixler every Saturday and just, just get a sense of what we do. Um, close your eyes and just connect. Um, you know, with with Vicar or any other Vicar that is available for you on any platform. And I just want to say, without just picking up on on what my mom said about, you know, extending the invites to the old age and the orphans first. Of course, you know, people in old age homes, they they are really special people and we need to treat them with so much honor and integrity. And that's why we extend our invitation to them, you know, first. As my mom mentioned, um, you know, we we do distribute over a thousand uh, parcels of food, but we do give something especially special to those ladies in the old age home and those ladies um, or those young orphans that are out there. You know, we need to, to, to elevate their levels and give them honor um, because it's not always easy for them like it is for the rest of us to get nice things. Um, so we do try and honor them as much as we can. And then as a Jamal, we also do a lot of outreach during the course of the year. We're really busy. Um, we don't like to talk too much about it, but, you know, during Ramadan, 
we are always helping um, different communities, you know, all over the Cape Flats. And that's also a very important part of our Zika Jama. And just to bring it back to your question, this is what I enjoy a lot about the Zika. Um, this Zika Jama is multidimensional. There's the spiritual aspect and there's the aspect of giving back. And that's something that's resonated really well with me. Alhamdulillah, Rosie, I could speak to you the whole day, <laughs> uh, but unfortunately <laughs> we have run out of time. So inshallah, we wish you all the best. We wish to have this conversation on an extended uh, time basis, basis inshallah. inshallah. Um, but shukran for joining us, Rosie as well as Rihanna mom uh, uh, until we speak to you again we wish you all of the best inshallah and uh, shukran assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and I just wanted to leave the listeners to say our highlight of our maulud is of course the recital of the riwayat if you have not listened to it please take a, a moment to listen to the words of the First Rewired, Second Rewired, also known as the Balbanji. I thank Voice of the Cap and we died for giving us the opportunity to talk to you and to the listeners today. Alhamdulillah. That was the voice there of Rihanna Khan Parker as well as the daughter Razia Parker. And they were speaking to us about the experience with the Mawlid Jama and uh, I'm sure that you've enjoyed the segment. But for now we have to go for ads. When we come back there's some more of the 10 AM Express. My radio station your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape.